It's the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast with Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey, hey, welcome to the clubhouse. The the cool clubhouse, like when you're a kid, not clubhouse that 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 social that Twitter for Trump fans. No, we're not messing with that. This is just regular old podcast on Apple, and you know, I'm talking to the camera still. Spotify. There's no camera this week. We're uh, we're switching things up. We're figuring things out. Audio only, but I mean, we see the metrics. You guys are all audio listeners anyway. And we're not hot yet. We're not camera ready. We well, got some work to do. I got some bronzing. I got to do. Yeah, we're we're hot, but like in the but not in like an industry way. You know what I mean? But uh, it's because because they don't like the renegades. You know what I mean? They're they're trying to pull us up like weeds. But they're gonna pull us up, and we're a carrot, dude. We're a fucking carrot. We pop up, and you don't know where. Might be in the valley. Yeah, you know who knows? Might be in Tijuana. We're on the run right now. We had to, we had to hit the road. We're on the lamb with just a a Zoom recorder and a fucking in a Volkswagen van and grit. Yeah, nothing but our grit. And we got well, we have hot dogs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's an ice chest full of stuff, and grits in the ice chest. Yeah, keeping it fresh. This is Hogo. The hoes and the goes for our bros, and even and, and our sometimes our bros are females. We're we're all inclusive over here. We don't care what you got in your pants as long as you enjoy the fun. Uh, <laughs> That's a good. That was a powerful intro, my man. We're for the people. Happy Memorial Day. I don't. I don't want to spoil it. I, we're probably going to post this later, but it's it's the day of the fallen. We're working. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not allowed to do science silence on here. I tried to do a moment of silence, and our producer he started throwing boomerangs at me. Uh, he's an Aboriginal fella, but. Uh, but uh, apparently, apparently dead air. Like call it dead air. That's. But um. Anyway, we we do respect the vets. Happy Memorial Day to everybody hanging out in cemeteries today. Thanks for making the ultimate sacrifice. Yada yada yada. You know the deal. You know we love America. You know we support. <laughs> I was talking to. I was talking to. Uh, oh yeah, we got some. Oh, I forgot where they are. We haven't used the patriotic stuff in a while. I know where this is. Hey, that's the new national anthem, as far as I'm concerned. All right, there we go. Yeah, we've done our part. There we go. Not my president. I'll tell you that. Did you see that video of Biden? He was like talking to a little girl. He's like, boy, you could be 19. It's like, hey, buddy. Like, you know, he doesn't have somebody in his like immediate sphere. It's like, hey, 40% of the American populace thinks you're a pedophile. Let's- yeah. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Yeah, just leave the little kids alone, all of them. Like, even it, because that really was just like, uh, it's like, yeah, that's what old grandpas say. But yeah, it's like old grandpas don't have a lot of compilations on YouTube of them, you know, sniffing girls' barrettes. <laughs> yeah, that was, but yeah. Hose in the goes. Hats off if you're a good boy, gloves off if you're a bad boy. You don't, not all, not all is, uh, you know, equal between the eyes of hats off and the eyes of the law. You know what I mean? Just because, you know, I mean, the Holocaust was legal. You know what I'm saying? Just because it was legal doesn't mean it's good. So we're trying to highlight the good and the bad. Someday we might get people like acquitted or what's the uh, what's the uh, the uh, the pardon? Yeah, get a pardon, presidential pardon on people. Honorary degrees. Meet us at the White House. Let uh, let Assange go, dude. You know, free uh, Chick Fil A. Yeah, or just yeah, or just anything free, anything gratis. Yeah, we prefer uh, we prefer honorary degrees and pardons, but 
we'll take chairs. Or just make us the president, because I think the president gets honorary degrees, <clears throat> and uh, and you have the power to grant pardons. So if you want to see the America that you like become an even better place, I'm not saying we're going to make it great again. I didn't say that. But better than it ever was, vote for Mitch Spencer 2024, right? That's the next one. Or maybe we'll run for the Senate. Who knows? 2022? We're, uh, we're undecided. We're going to talk some more. Yeah, we got to get fina- financing, funding, because uh, that's that's most of politics. We got to get nice suits and hold fundraisers. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be at a party where like one of those like, $1,000-a-plate dinners and like a third of the people are in like, military uniforms. You're like, yeah, we're moving up. Yeah, and everyone, it's just like a big crab bake or something, you know? Love just... it, dude. In an airplane hangar. Yeah, uh, fuck yeah, dude. So... You do a good, you do a bad. You guys know the deal by now. Tell your friends, tell your family. The deal is still up. One person has taken me up on it. If you show me proof that you referred somebody to this podcast, I'll just Venmo you a dollar. It's free money. You already listened to the podcast. And then they tell two friends, and then they tell two friends. And I go broke. Boom, we're presidents. There you go. I'm going to have to start raising funds just for the Venmo if this thing kicks up. Um, So I'm going to kick it off with a gloves off. Ah. Gloves off to Canada, dude. Always. Always. You know, and I, I used to be like, hey, they're our little brother. Just stay in your lane. You know what I mean? But they're not even, they're our cousin. They're not even a little brother. They're like your, you know what I mean? They're that kid that's like four years younger than you. You only see him on holidays. You know what I mean? I saw him at Thanksgiving two years ago. You know what I mean? Because sure. they're still under the power of the queen. We had to cover that story. I forget what story it was, but it was... The, we did recently Some, like, somebody died that. in Canada, and they had to, like, get the... Oh, no, no. It was when that uh, that counselor around, allowed that, like, sexual assaultist to counsel rape victims. And they had to get, like, the Crown's comment on it. It's like, did you know about this? And the, the Queen had to be like, I had no idea. So you guys still have to report to the Queen. That's some silly shit. So stay in your lane. They've been... My point is, it's a gloves off, because they've been trying to outwoke us. For a long time now. Big deal. Yeah, I don't give a shit about them trying to outwoke us. Uh, yeah, more like outbore us. <laughs> you got the yeah. population of Vermont. You I'm think, really, you, I'm think really, you're our little brother? I'm really into the hockey thing, but we're starting to grow some pretty good ones here in America. So uh, We always do. I think we'll, we'll be fine. Yeah. See you in the Olympics. Yeah, I've, I've noticed more black people are playing nowadays. Usually Canadian black people, though. Pretty yeah, but, but once American black people start coming? One of the best... Highest scores in the league is from Phoenix, Arizona, and that's mm-hmm. a first. So, but also you you say like oh they're from Canada, but it's like ninety percent of the population of Canada that like means anything lives within like fifty miles of the U.S. border. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Toronto is basically like Detroit. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like oh wow he's from which it's like- I think is Canada. I think of Detroit as going to Canada. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so uh, we got a, a potentially race. Hatred fueled uh, road rage altercation. So this was a uh, let me see Calgary, a Palestinian refugee who moved to Canada to escape what he felt was a racist environment in the United States says he's shaken after a road rage altercation on Wednesday led to police charging a man and investigating whether the altercation was hate motivated. They arrested the guy, um, the white man, the white man. They arrested him. And his uh, excuse is, uh, which we'll get to his elaboration in a little bit, but he's, he stated, uh, I, I just lost my temper. I'm not racist. I hate everybody equally. Yeah. 
which is a great defense. This guy's, I'm already 100% on his team because I've been there. classic one. I've heard that a million times. If you times. cut me off, I'm just going to disparage whatever race you are. I don't harbor any, you know what I mean? I've even, I've even yelled like dumb white bitch at somebody on the freeway. You know what I mean? It's just, I'm, and you don't even hear it. It's not even like, oh, I just said what would hurt the most. It's just, I just need to let the steam valve off. Um, so it turns out, uh, that one fit, the Palestinian dude was hilarious. Cause he's like, I was just driving down the road and then this giant truck came up behind me, started riding my tail. So I stepped on the brakes a little bit and fucking brake checked him. And the, the whole time he's just playing innocent. <laughs> Low brake check. Uh, so he applied. He said, "I applied my brakes, and the driver of the truck uh, sped up and got in front of me and uh, came to a stop in the roadway." Uh, the man in the truck got out yelling and banged his fist against the car before returning to his vehicle and reversing so that he was behind the man's car. Then he drove in front of the car again and stopped him. Got out and started yelling profanity, vague threats, and derogatory comments. Which nothing ra- derogatory, possibly. Um, while banging on his car window derogatory you're ugly you know you're stupid and then this is where they i'm like okay let's hear him out and then he goes uh the man then called the driver a terrorist and stated he had a picture of allah and muhammad in his truck before ripping the windshield wipers off the car you blew it bud you (laughs) You, blew it you almost had us man oh dude if this was if this was one of those fake news websites i would have been hook line and sinker i'd be making instagram posts The suspect then, after tearing off the windshield wiper, <laughs> returned to his vehicle and drove away. Um, so this guy moved from Canada, or from the U.S. to Canada to escape racism, which, he's Palestinian, first of and all. And it punched him right in the windshield if, wipers. I was born and raised in this country, and granted, I'm not like an overt minority or anything, like an overt minority, an obvious minority, but the, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just, who's an overt minority? The fucking... The lady with the fruit basket on her head? The Chiquita Banana lady? What was that lady's name? The dancer? You know what I'm talking Carmen about? Carmen Miranda. Carmen Miranda. So, uh, so imagine moving from Palestine to Texas. This is where he moved. In 2018 as a refugee. So he got refugee status to America. Not for him. Landed in Texas and was like, this is out of, you're a refugee because of race-based fucking violence. There is no way in hell, wherever the fuck you, you can move in the most, like, fucking bullshit Friday Night Lights, hick, desert, west fucking Texas, garbage racist town, and it's not going to be worse than fucking the Gaza Strip, you cunt. Yeah. What's the only, like, the... Sunset Strip and maybe the Vegas Strip and the Gaza Strip. Those are the three most famous strips, right? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Legendary strip status these three have. And the Seventh Veil, if you know what I'm saying. So, first of all, this guy's already a cunt. Beggars can't be choosers. You came here on a refugee visa, and then you complain Texas. First of all, what's the worst that's going to happen to you in Texas nowadays? Like, bad words? People were literally lobbing bombs at your apartment building two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Look, a first world country, Israel. I, I don't know. I think, I think it's technically not first world because however they do the math. You know what I'm talking Pretty about. Pretty close. They got gay clubs. They got, you know. Nice universities. Yeah. I think they invented, like, had something to do with email or something. Like, they're doing all right. Better than any other of those fucking desert countries, technologically. But, uh. 
Yeah, this fucking guy. The most advanced marijuana research was all out of Israel. They were the ones yeah. doing it this whole time. I imagine. Um, so he said he moved to Canada because it got to a point in Texas where he said, I cannot leave my home because I know what happened for me and if I go outside my home, which is, don't quote the guy in broken English, you make him look like an idiot. All right, so he was he maybe all right, he's a little rattled up in the head from the first incident. But let's put the place to blame. Like he didn't get his his journey of PTSD didn't start in a suburb of Houston. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. So the ramifications are lingering in Houston. Yeah, so he moved to Calgary last year. Things aren't going well. Because America was too racist. Nothing ever happened to him in Texas. He moved to Canada and that's where the racist thing happened to him. <laughs> Which I love to see because well, hopefully Canada's, he can come back. Canada's really been shoving it down our throat that they're you know they put a comedian in jail for saying retard like that place is out of control. Um, so they're interviewing the driver, and here's where we get the old other side of the story. So um, they first of all they asked me if he's racist, and he's like, I don't, I didn't even know what Palestinian was till today. <laughs> I still don't know if I know. Uh, which is a hilarious thing. So apparently they were on like a 70 kilometer an hour. What's the math on that? Was it like a 55, 70 kilometer an hour speed limit? And he was doing 46. 43. So it's a 43 zone and he's doing a, he's doing what? 30 maybe. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm going to get on his butt too. Maybe flash the brights before I get too aggressive. Yeah, he's driving slow. He's driving slow. He's, he's holding up a bunch of people. Cause this guy in the truck said he had to get around a few people to get behind him. So that he could, he's like, oh, if someone's going to do it, you know what I mean? So he took it upon himself, started tailgating the guy. The guy absolutely brake checks him. Um, so he's, when I caught up to him, I just gave him two little quick honks. That's it. Beep, beep. <laughs> this is such a funny thing to quote in a hate crime uh, allegation on a news website. Quick beep, beep. Give him the old toot toot. He then gives me the finger and hits the brakes. I barely, I veer, I barely miss him. I feel like I'm. He's in this tiny little car, and I was in my big truck. Uh, and he said, then this guy, he loses us again. The guy already had, the Palestinian man already had a uh, messed up rear bumper. So he thinks this guy's going around doing this on purpose for insurance scams. Um, which, you know, getting accused of a hate crime and then being like, well, he's probably he's probably defrauding people. <laughs> you're just like, that doesn't yeah. help the racist case. <laughs> yeah, you just got to leave alone, go along your way. Be glad you have superior health insurance and uh, better hockey teams. Yeah, and and you're welcome for building a few cities along our northern border, so you have something to do. He admits, he said, I just lost my temper, and I was going for the throat with the comments I made. I would have snapped on anybody. It doesn't matter what race you are. It's just a big... Everything's just a big racial thing now. My girlfriend's Filipino. My daughter's half black. It's got nothing to do with race. I hate everybody equally. This racial stuff is toxic. I hate everyone equally. I don't care what color you are. I just shouldn't have gotten so angry. So it's it's also a very Canadian retraction. He's like, I'm, you know, I just, I blew my top. What do you want me to say? Yeah. All right, it's over. Um, Anything else? Um, no. Yeah, uh, that's about it. Well... Hopefully, no. I mean, no one's in big trouble, and uh, just stay in Canada. Well, also, Canada out tries to outwoke us with this shit, too, where they they reached out. They said if anybody who reads this story is affected by it, we're giving counseling and stuff. 
Also, so they're like, trying to the outdo out. us to our journalism because that article had like a lot of quotes yeah. from uh, the parties involved, and yep. usually the articles we read have a few. CBC, I think this is that's a that's government. That's like BBC. So um, it's not like our PBS. Anyway, as much as uh, also, if you know any places you'd like to see us live in Canada, reach out. We'd love to explore your culture. Yeah, tell us. Tell us. You know what? Actually. Tell us what city you're in, and we'll find the nearest American city, and you can come to us. Because I have a feeling we're not going to be welcome in Canada. Uh, I got arrested 19 years ago. <laughs> what do you got? No, you're good. All right, well, someone who I don't think we... All right, well, we all know who the QAnon shaman is. We're all aware of him. Oh, yeah, fucking... Kind of an internet legend. Walks with Walks with patriots. He walks with Patriots and I'm trying to think of his Native American name. <laughs> so his his lawyer's in hot water. Uh-huh. His lawyer got into trouble because he said some quotes. There are some things he was saying about his defendant and they wanted to apologize for. Um the quote from his lawyer is a lot of these defendants, and I'm gonna use this colloquial term, perhaps disrespectfully, but they're all fucking short bus people. <laughs> this is his quote? This is the lawyer's quote. These are people with brain damage. <laughs> They're fucking retarded. No, that's amazing. They're on the goddamn spectrum. I agree. That's his quote on New Day. Can you say goddamn in a court? No, this is on a talk show. And then the rebuttal, he says, counselor, Special Olympics. Says- Wait, this this is the QAnon's. This is his defense going like, hey, guys, he's going to retire. Yeah. <laughs> and he's on a talk show. And the talk this show was host, the prosecutor. The talk show host is saying, you shouldn't say the R word. It's offensive. He said, would you like to apologize? He said, no, absolutely not. I acted professionally for five months. I talked to the people. I made sure that the Department of Justice had the opportunity firsthand. And he needs my client. They have issues. They have mental issues. Yeah. He's saying. And my point is the QAnon shaman lawyer cannot apologize for saying a for saying retard, even if his client is retarded, because he's representing a free speech warrior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So He'd get fired if he apologized because the shaman would obviously fire his lawyer for backing down to the PC. Like, it's oh no, yeah. Did you did you follow can't. what he happened? has no choice? Did you follow what happened to the my pillow guy? It's been Mike wild. something. Yeah, he was so, smoking crack, right? Well, he the I don't know was he smoking. I don't even know about that. <laughs> I hope so. So he uh, because of he, he like people found out he he donated to Trump or whatever. And somebody called him out on it. He's like, yeah, that's what I believe in politically. So they they just, the black listed him. So he like, they pulled all his shit from like Kohl's and Bed Bath and Beyond and all that, like from all his stores. And like, there was a huge social media campaign for like conservatives to help put back him up. Like, hey, put your money where your mouth is. They're persecuting this guy for his religious beliefs. I'm fully on board at this point. Like, even if you don't agree with the guy, you're like, yeah, this is, this is how you fight that battle is he's getting all his shit pulled. So go on his website and buy the pillow. So yeah. it's like, blah, blah, blah. And then he said he's going to launch his own social media platform because he got kicked off Twitter. 
No, that can't work. And then he he started off like the first statement, be like, hey, we're starting this social media company. We are going to censor some stuff. And it was like, you're this, everybody backed you up because <laughs> yeah. you went toe to toe with the media establishment for a free speech thing. And then you're going to start your own Twitter where you censor certain stuff. Well, this lawyer, too, also argued that by calling his defendants fucking short bus people, <laughs> that he was bringing to the attention the special needs of his clients. Well, that's the, that's where you catch these lefties, is you go, well, actually, they're retarded. And you go, ah, like you can't go after them full throttle. He said the comment, um, four years, four, <laughs> four years of constant propaganda, you know, from, from President Trump affected my client with Asperger's syndrome, is mm-hmm. what he's saying. And, um, oh, so, oh, okay. I, I misheard that. I thought you meant... Four years of Trump gave this guy Asperger's, but it was just exacerbated qualities of his Asperger's. Just okay, yeah. So this uh, QAnon shaman guy is a psycho, sure, but uh, gloves off to trying to get the lawyer to apologize. He's the lawyer for the shaman. Yeah, you don't storm the Capitol and then apologize for saying short bus people. Um, yeah, I can't imagine. You know, it's the, a the shaman himself thought up that defense. <laughs> <laughs> Let me convene with my counsel, and they all go into a fucking wigwam. Isn't that guy? Isn't that guy from here? I think he's from San Diego or something. He was an actor or something. I remember when it went down; like he was the first person they tracked down because obviously everybody saw his picture the most. <laughs> I think all of those people, like obviously, it wasn't a fucking a, a military coup, like some people want us to believe. But it's like, yeah, I think you know, I've never seen an insurrection. Insurgency is a more accurate term, you know. Yeah, but also, like, people, like most people were staying inside the ropes. Like, the people, like, people who like Donald Trump generally are the people who, like, go, like, and respect that they're in the nation's uh, yeah, capital and stuff. staying in the ropes is debatable. There are pictures of people staying within the ropes. No, but I'm but saying there's... those are most of the people, but then you have, they get, they all, now they're all going to jail because, like, one guy decided to steal a podium, the other guy stole Nancy Pelosi's laptop, you know what I mean? Where it's like, a few dozen people, you know what I mean? Where now we've seen videos of like the cops are like, "All right, just be respectful. Come on in." Yeah, well, but um, yeah, who gives a shit? I don't know. But anyway, this is not the way to go about it. I, has that defense worked do you, that you know of? What the it mental did, retardation? It actually worked the other way for like the West Memphis Three. Well, only one of them was mentally retarded, so he didn't get death row. Exactly. Or what about fucking what's his name from uh, Brendan Dassey, the making a murderer kid? He's like, you could tell me I can watch wrestling. They're like, yeah, just sign this confession and you can watch yeah, wrestling. It's the same story. It's the end of time. They did that to the kid, the Brooklyn Five kid. Yeah, that the kid who confessed was the one who had was mentally retarded. You know, it's a yeah. classic. It's a classic, classic cop move. move. They just signed a move. I was going to do it of gloves off, where they're not allowed. You're not allowed to lie to children anymore to get statements out of them. And it's like, oh, cool, Oklahoma. You can no longer just lie blatantly to children. Isn't it weird when it's like you see a new law passed? You're like, really? In 2021, yeah. we're now figuring you this out. You can't strike women in the face for not chewing skull and Oki Muskoki. Oh fuck. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah, just uh, great quotes off. there too. Hats off to that journalist. That was all quotes. Yeah, there were some good ones. Uh, yeah, journal. Maybe journalism was coming back. They got lazy with the motion, and now they're trying again. Some of them, for sure. Um, all right, let's go. I'm sticking to the subject. Was that a hats off or gloves off? The gloves off. We're trying to get them to apologize. And another gloves off. 
once again to Canada. Trying to outwoke us. It's going to be the theme. So they um, were renovating this um, old children's school, uh, Kamloops Indian Residential School in BC, uh, home of 500 children at a time. Um, so they were renovating this uh, old school that's been defunct for a few decades now, and they found the skeletal remains of 215 children. So this was a uh, like an Indian or native, whatever, first people's uh, re-education camp. Oh. So we did hey. this. We did this, too, but like not nearly as recently, where you would you just take the kids. You wouldn't let them speak their language. You'd teach them like Christianity and stuff and then send them back to their fucking village. But it's like to assimilate, which it's funny. You hear like the accounts from back then, like people justifying it. It's like, no, they're savages. Like we have to like. We're now being nice. Instead of killing them, right. we're going to teach them our ways. We have Reeboks. They have spears. We're trying <laughs> to make something else happen. Yeah, we're not move. We're not going to meet them in the middle, but we're going to do our darndest to you know teach them English and you know good God fearing Christian ways. Um, Canadian Reeboks. Yeah, Canadian Reeboks. Reeboks, eh? So the uh, two hundred and fifteen, and this is uh, it says somewhere in here. I think it's like. 1869, they started this program. When you're like, okay, I think that's like around when we were still doing it too. I think we did it up to like the 20s, like in rear capacities. But uh, you're like, okay, oh, 1863, they started it, right? And you're like, okay, that makes sense. Like time wise, people were, you know what I mean, backwards. People still believe in like phrenology. We're like, they're like, oh, black people have an extra bone in their foot. That's why they're so good. That's why they're so athletic. They're built for farming. And you're like, um, Unfortunately, it would take, you know, like some of these laws that don't get passed till 2021, shockingly, they, uh, um, you know, some of that stuff wasn't debunked until like the 1960s, which is kind of crazy. But they, they kept these re-education camps going until 1998, Canada was still doing this, taking f- first peoples and wake putting up, them- Wake up, Canada, wake up. 1998. They were still doing this. I bet you they did it in blackface. Or Indian face, whatever Trudeau was doing that one time. Yeah. Fucking... Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was. He... Yeah, it was Arabian, Arab face. It was so funny because he's in that picture, he's got like shoe polish on his face. And the two guys he's like got his arms around is the guy he's supposed to be like impersonating, but he's got shoe polish on her face and they're just like slightly darker than me. <laughs> they're just like Arab guys. Um, anyway... 215 dead bodies found beneath this school. The school had closed in 1969, I believe. They, they did a Degrassi episode about this, actually. Where they found, the next gen? Yeah, they found the remains of all the students. <laughs> oh, fuck. Spence and Paige are trying to have sex in the gym, and they one of the, the floorboards creak, and they peel it up, and there's You've just 215 native children. Yeah, they found but out. Also, that. how do you end up with 215? Like, is that just... Like, hey, we're closing the school and everyone left here is going down? Or is that like a one-at-a-time thing? Or like whenever a teacher got fed up, he's like, let me just bury this one. I'm sure each also, child has its own unique tale. Just like I, every thumbprint is different. But you can't tell if they were raped based on the bones. Because there was definitely... If 215 kids died, there was Bummer. definitely... There was definitely some rape. That's raping. the worst part about skeletons. It's my least favorite part about skeletons. You can never tell if they've been raped. We'll send them over to the 
Minneapolis to police department so they can just throw it in the that storage unit with all the other untested rave kits. <laughs> it's just it's just old briefcases and fucking Indian children bones. Bone fragments. Yeah, we'll get to around testing it eventually. So don't ever try to come at us again. Next time you try to throw a comedian in jail. 1998, bro. That's when Rush Hour came out. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Yeah, that's when you learn to never touch a black man's radio. You learn a lot of things. I was like six years old when that happened, and there's a lot of things I knew. In- well, I'm you consider yourself lucky because I didn't learn that lesson until I was about <laughs> eleven, and I learned the hard way. I knew in 1998, don't kill 215 children at a that. re-education camp. I knew that one. That was it. Was like count to ten, ABCs. <laughs> The square don't block kill, goes in the square hall. Don't kill 215. You sons yeah. of bitches. Oh, you fucking... Oh, I can't... I've, I'm loaded up. I can't wait for a Canadian to come at me now. 1998! Bro. Oh, my I God. I almost... You're, I'm so lucky because... Why? Because you're 116th charity? Cherokee? You're almost born in Canada? No, no. I'm lucky because... Could have been 216 bodies down there. I almost was hanging out with some Canadians today. And mm. I came here to do the pod instead. Oh, shit. But next time I see those Dodge the bullet. Dude, they're my family. And they're not blood, you know. Yeah, but you, you could have been raped and buried beneath a re-education camp by now. What a boot that. How a boot that. And the best is there's no, like, there's I was looking for it. There's no mention of, like, hey, we're going to have to, you know, go and investigate all the other schools now. You know what I mean? This is because it's the Canadian government was in charge of all this, and they've been doing yeah, nothing course. but virtue signaling for the past twelve years. So now they can't be like, "Oh, you know, launch some giant like spotlight investigation where they just find thousands of children hidden under each one of these fucking schools." You stupid cunts! Oh, yeah. Enjoy your mayonnaise. But I think that's why now, if you see like hockey games and stuff now, they'll be like, "And now a moment of silence for the land that we took." Because it's like they know this. This literally, they have skeletons in their closet. And the Chicago Blackhawks—that's a rad logo. They want to keep that one. Oh yeah. That's oh, that's like, so sick, dude. They—they—they're trying to. Keep, they want to keep that one. All right. Well, I got a hats off. All right. Let's. Well, cheerier. Hats off to you, sir. <laughs> let's bring up the vibe. Bring up the vibe here in America, in California, ripping from the headlines of Spencer Calendar. His real life. What happened? Well, you know, yesterday had a let me tell you about my down life. moment, just fed up. Not even in an angry way, not a falling down moment. A uh, much milder, chiller, uh, spencing falling down moment where uh, I was with a bunch of people going to Target and they're all fumbling for their masks. And I'm like, do we need a mask? Do we need a mask? And I said, I don't need a mask. I just walked in. I just had a mask, but I figured, you know, someone's going to say something. and Yeah. And I'll put it on, and then no one said anything. And then I kept going, and no one said anything. And then I checked out, and no one said anything. So then I went to the gas station, and no one said anything. Then I went to a different store. You know, I was all over. I was in yep. Long Beach. I was in Orange County. I was in North Hollywood, and I was in Reseda yesterday. Not shocked by Orange County, but... And uh, anyway, then I went to a bar. I did a show. Not once did I wear a mask at all. Did a mask touch my face, because... It's in two weeks, you know. What's yeah. the difference? But so I got weird stares, mostly by the young people, really young people. No, I've been doing the same thing. This is how it ends. Like seventeen-year-olds were the ones. It's like, over in two weeks. We're just gonna like I just 
if anyone asks me, I just go, oh, I got the vaccine. And it's like, what are you going to argue with me? Like, I'm going to have to show my paper. Like, that's silly. I just, you just, I, I took, because my the golf course I go to has been like very strict about it. Oh, you, where we went, the driving range. Um, and they've been like very strict about masks. But I was like there for like 20 minutes the other day. And then I went to take a drink of water. I lowered my mask and I'm just looking around and like maybe 10% of people there had masks on. So I just took mine off. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, I didn't even realize. I was still in, like, fucking, oh, I'm just here. It was like a sense memory thing. Yeah. I did a comedy show the other night. There was one guy in the entire bar with the mask on. Nerd. It was insane. He got made fun of a lot. And it was like, Good. why? Yeah. And then you can't take it off. Well, it was bad because then his girlfriend went on stage. And we're just talking shit about our producer now. Because <laughs> yeah. he's the ba- the one mask no, guy. It, uh, but then his, it was... He was in a bad situation. He was not... Uh, our super producer, Jeremy Beam's a handsome man. This guy... Uh, basically, this guy was shooting out of his league. Some uh, guys like the mask. I couldn't believe... I couldn't believe that this... Uh, how hot this chick was for him. But then she just went on stage and was just ragging on him so hard ah. on stage. Just talking about how she tried so hard to be with anyone else, possibly. And she's with him. Quarantine's just been so hard. They're both comics. And then comics went on stage... And man, this guy, he was wearing a mask, but you could see his face, no problem. Um, yeah, that's got to be tough, dude, just being fucking ugly. But good for him, you know, you get a couple. But it, she, <laughs> she just dinner for schmucked him. You seen them? Know. Where it's like, it's a classic premise of like the rich people all go find like the biggest freak show to like all bring to the dinner and, and see who wins. So she's just her and all the other girl comics. Just see who can bring the ugliest guy to the mic. Yeah, and put a mask on him. But uh, yeah, it was. It's just nice going through. No one said anything. Definitely got dirty looks. I was also uh, with my nephew in Target. I'm like, what are you gonna call me out? Well, I got a baby with me. Come on, bro. Yeah, I see all the time. People like two parents will have masks on, and they have like like three or four kids, and none of them have masks on. I'm like, so you're scared enough? Like, do you believe this thing's real or not? Because if anything, like, I'd take my mask off to give it to my kid. If I, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's all, never made sense. It's all very strange, but uh, you know, we're back. Uh, yeah, some people, I don't know. Just no, yeah, no one said anything. I figured they would. I'd at least get the hey, it's not me. You just, you know, it's Target. It's Target. Yeah, they're gonna prevent me from buying my uh, salt and vinegar chips. Maybe, uh, you know, I'll pop it back. On. I saw a meltdown at Target. Um, because they were, it was still, this was like a couple months ago, but the uh, the line, you had to like check in with the lady and she told you which line to go to. Yeah. Um, and then, so everybody was just backed up down like the center of the store. And this lady just went and just stood in line at one of the aisles or one of the checkouts. And she wasn't wearing a mask. And the lady was like, hey, there's a line over there. She's like, I don't have to wear one. And the lady's like, no, there's, there's a line, like a big line. Like, you got to go get in the line. And she's like, you can't make me do it. I have health problems. She's like, are you? There's just clearly like the, the watching this poor Target employee, just like, does she? She was like looking around, like, does she? She speaks English because she's yelling at me in English, but she's not understanding anything I'm saying. Like, she, she snapped. She's broken. Yeah. She was, no, but like, just she, I was just imagining her walk, like doing the rest of her groceries earlier, you know, a few minutes earlier. 
where she's just gearing herself up for the confrontation. She's just like picking detergent. She's like, I dare a motherfucker <laughs> yeah. to tell me to put a fucking yeah, yeah. mask on. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've been ready. <laughs> and the second ready. anybody in a red shirt came up to her, she's like, this is America! But it, 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 felt like, it felt like when you get to go see a movie sneak preview, like walk, you know, walk around Target, <laughs> yeah. where, you know, like I was like, I'm on it first, I'm doing it before each and every, you know. Yeah, nice. And Good uh, for you, dude. This is how patriots win our country back. Sure. And I've done it a few times really out of anger, you know, during the pandemic. But yeah. uh, this is the first time where I just uh, was just like, yeah, why not? Yeah. I was going to say something. Yeah. I've been in, I've gone, done, yeah, multiple bars. M- yeah, no one's asked me to wear one. It, it never really worked into Hatchapi because I was up there and it was just nice because I pull into town. I don't, I didn't touch my mask all weekend. No one gives a shit. And that's what you need. It could, but that's like a smaller like town, like, you know, 20% of people own horses. Like it's a fucking, uh, it's like good luck. Like Walmart tried to enforce it. And it's like, you do not have enough employees to enforce a mask rule in this fucking town. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, people yeah. are just like, or, or like, uh, I was shopping one time and the guy's like, Hey, put your mask on. The guy put it on. And the second she walked away, he just took it off. He's like, stupid bitch. <laughs> got her. Yeah. You, you got him. And, I just want to enjoy the summer while I can because I heard there's some new variant in Thailand or something that, you know, that one could get us. So uh, I'd like to just soak up all my mask free time while I can before. Uh, that's the that's the new excuse to get to not get the vaccine because it makes you immune to it, but it makes you susceptible to the variants. So now yeah. if there's enough variants out there, that's what the excuse people are using now where they're like, well, I'm just... I'm yeah. going to save myself from one type of COVID. And it's like, I'm not going to be on this. I'm not getting a shot every six months. That's not how this is going to happen. Well, it's very likely that it'll be a yearly shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What were you talking about? I was just talking about subject. being free, just enjoying being free. the sunshine, hanging out with my family. Dude, it was yesterday, you know, so it was Sunday. I went over to a family barbecue, saw my... Uh, Saw my Ecuadorian side of the family, yeah. ate some hot dogs and meat, had a good ass. I didn't mind the masks over winter. In fact, like I'd go golfing and I'd put my mask back on because it's just like breezy. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, keeps me a little warm. I had a, like a neck buff. Oh, that's going to be a wintertime move now for sure. But um, but know, summer is just, I was at the climates. driving range and I was like, when I took my mask off because I was just like, I'm sweating in it now and it's like clammy and i'm like why am yeah certain things it's or- it's 90 degrees the mask is much less appealing and also l- last summer cases went down dramatically the heat it just doesn't survive in the heat so it's just safer all around yeah i'm i'm worried yeah we'll see i'm still yeah we'll see what the winter brings us this year and then uh winter is coming. Oh, winter is coming for all you fans out there of of that show of uh yeah of entourage all you entourage fans out there. number one Holla. best hbo <clears throat> Have you ever, you ever talked to those guys? Those guys are great. Because you're like, anybody I'm re- going to respect your opinion, your favorite show has to be like Entourage. The Wire, The Sopranos. You, you know, and then someone's like, my favorite show is Entourage. You're like, wow. Like, have you turned on a TV since college? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone tried to tell me that their favorite movie of all time was Beer Fest. And they were grown-ups. It's, it's a great movie. <laughs> so that's your favorite, though? All time, all time greatest movie. Listen, but I don't even need to watch it The Godfather because I know it yeah. is not. Beer Fest is Beer Fest is all right. Anyway, it's okay. a fun like ten million dollar comedy. Like, who cares? I like all the everything those guys have done, except for Super Troopers too. Slam and Salmon that was great. Fucking Club Dread. 
Um, so I got one. Did you hear about this? This is a. Uh, I don't know. Did I? I don't know. This Justin, breaking news with Mitchell Phillips. Uh, speaking of COVID, um, so we're not even really sure this thing came from a bat anymore. Or if it's it up was, in the air. literally everybody who's seen it, like I, I'm not even like, oh, going to like buy a sources. Like I'm like on like like okay, who did CNN ask about it for this article, and then I'll go like look up what they say about it independently. You know what I mean? Like. I'll find their approved spokespeople and see what they say about it. And they're like, yeah, even when you look at it under the microscope, it looks like it was made in a lab. And then you have all of like the Wu funding Institute of Virology stuff. It's all, it's all very shady. But we, we're pretty sure it just didn't come out of just a wet market in fucking China. You know what I mean? It wasn't just some guy ate a bat with the disease in it and then... No, it's a, the old, you know, the old someone left the back door open, all, you know... Yeah. Old methadone bat flew out. Some guy in there was had a- sex with E. coli bat. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. they made COVID. Well, bat. as it turns out, some guy was just like, you know, doing research on like, uh, you know, some of the most potentially deadly uh, viruses the world's ever constructed artificially in a lab. And he's just sitting there eating a ham sandwich or something, I imagine. Or what's whatever the Chinese equivalent of a ham sandwich is. Whatever his wife packed him in his bento. Hold on, this COVID's one of the most deadly diseases ever. Well, if you turn on the news, um, it's not. It's uh, not my point. But I'm saying the, the, what they do in these labs is that's what it's it's called gain of function research. So they basically like create these super viruses so that eat they can, eat a Chinese. They, yeah, yeah. So they, that is the best part of those movies, though. <laughs> it's always they're just getting lazy, and all the like in the mental institution and like the slasher movies, like yeah, the mean clerk is eating his sandwich and putting it on like a dead corpse or something. Yeah, it's yeah, that's a great. It's a fun trope. The, lazy uh, staff because yeah, incompetent staff. Yeah, or like the janitor forgot to like close the door when he was done. You know, what I mean? and then like the virus sneaks out like a. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> I like the virus creeping out like a cartoon <laughs> like mouse. The, the Pink Panther just on <laughs> yeah, his tiptoes. I'm going to America. He jumps up on the windowsill and shimmies over to the next window. He just you see him on the airplane and he's at Disneyland. He's a walk of fame and he's snuggling with people. So all of that said. All of that said He's and taken into account, on sunset. speaking of airplanes, a flight took off from uh, Delhi. I don't know if it's New Delhi anymore or if now it's been around long enough, it's just Delhi. <laughs> yeah. Um, from whatever, delicatessen India. This flight Post takes off, Delhi. headed to Newark, New Jersey. And India's the worst place to be right now. India was, in my mind, I don't know. I love, some people love it. I know people that are like, oh, I go to India every two years. And like, blah, blah, like people are, some people are completely enamored with the culture. I don't care about India. Don't have a desire to go there. It scares me. It looks gross. It looks like it smells bad. I want nothing I to do with it. I've enough jokes to know at least half of it smells like shit. <laughs> <laughs> at least half. Bro, there's over a billion people there. You can't poop it. Like, you better have the best plumbing ever. Anyway. Better uh, stay ready, India. Well, no, I I don't mind because I mean it's I, maybe it's because America rules so much. All the best Indians come here. True. 
so everyone, everyone, all these shit, <laughs> these street shitters are just left, you know, are shit out of luck. Oh, he did it he again. Nailed it. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so uh, this flight takes off from Delhi, headed to Newark, New Jersey. And about 20 minutes into the flight, they noticed a bat flying around. <laughs> so even me, who just, I gave you just a, like a lot of my opinions, like, hey, probably didn't come from a bat. I'm still, we got to turn this fucking plane around. I like noticed a bat, not saw a bat and panicked. <laughs> so, yeah, it was yeah. just. Started smashing the on-call button. Yeah, I was just like, hey, yeah, no, no, just. She, yeah, you push the on-call button. She passes. She's like, I'll be right back. And you're like, yeah, no, no worries. <laughs> and she finally gets to you like 12 minutes later. She's like, oh, how can I help you? You want nuts or something? Oh, uh, no, I think I saw a bat flying around. Miss, excuse me, there's a bat. That'd be funny. It's just Chris Farley from fucking, was it Black Sheep, when they're trying to trap the bat in the cabin? Yeah, yeah. With, uh, it's just, he's just freaking out, Gary knocking Busey. shit over. Yeah, they also do that in the great outdoors. They do a variation of that in uh, classic with, with the squirrel and Christmas vacation. Um, yeah, so they uh, they had to flip that plane around, and uh, they, they were like, "Hey, we're coming back," and they're like, "What's going on? Like, we forget to refuel you or something?" And the, the guy at the tower is like, just confused. He's like, "Oh my!" He's like, "This is either emergency or like a stupid accident. Something happened." Like, there's a bat on board, and he's like. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and circle back? We're gonna have to take care of that. <laughs> but I don't even know where a bat gets in. Like it was in the cabin. You know what I mean? How how lackluster is your like uh, regulations that a bat sneaks in? You know what I mean? Because it's got to be connected to like the jetway or whatever. Do they have jet? I'm uh, actually now I'm thinking about. It. They probably don't have jetways in India. It's all probably all like Burbank Airport, where it's like you're gonna walk out onto the fucking runways just to board. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not surprised. But given all we know, it's still safe. If there's a bat on board and you're flying from the worst affected COVID country as of date, just go ahead, take the loss. You're gonna. Sorry, you're not gonna get into Newark till midnight. But actually, we're flying forward, so you're actually gonna gain an hour. Yeah. <laughs> there's that guy on the plane. <laughs> He's like, we're still gonna be ahead of schedule. <laughs> there was a bat, but I got like free cocktails the whole flight. <laughs> yeah. There's a really good video. Oh, I better be getting... If they turn it around... First of all, I'm doing the rest of the flight like with my sh- my head like in my shirt with just like my <laughs> eyes darting around, just like making sure I don't get bit by this fucking corona carrier. That's also... It's like how like there's um, there's no atheists in a foxhole. It's like everybody starts praying. Which is like me, I'm like... I'm going off on like the guy next to me. He's like, no, you don't understand. Our government, they funded this lab and they had to move it because Obama... And then the bat starts flying around. I'm like, ah, yep, that's how it happens. I just... I don't the believe in anything like, I actually yeah. believe in. <laughs> the guy's like, I don't care how it got here. It's here. <laughs> I don't care what the government did to put it here. But there's an incredible video of an old hockey game. And I think it's in Buffalo... And they had uh, insane fog in the rink. So it was already a really frustrating game, and no one could see anything. It was the fog game. It's a legendary game. And then out of nowhere, a bat started flying around. So they're trying to get it. And then one of these hockey players is just fed up with it and just smacks the bat on the head and knocks it dead on the ice. Good. Uh, if there's a good old school classic video. I'll save a spider. I'll save a cricket. Cockroaches, they go in the toilet. I want to. I'm sending that to the ocean. It's express train. Uh, bats, you're just gonna die. I'm not gonna try and catch you in a pot. 
or my fucking salad bowl and uh, you're just gonna die i'm gonna i'm gonna hit you with something hard i'm gonna throw shoes at you hockey stick is ideal you whack it unconscious and then you flick it you wrist shot it out of the house (laughs) that is the best you just you just smack it and then you do some like sweet handling skills (laughs) and just snap a wrister right out the front door triple deke it then you go glove side (laughs) but uh, (laughs) that's it for this story all right i got one last one all right what do you got it's really just a quick it's really just a tribute an r.i.p uh to another victim of the drug war that's off to you some of you you weed sniffing dogs out there retiring early Sticking your nose up other dogs' butts before you're done. Uh, they don't need them. Weed's legal in so many places. I guess they're retiring all these dogs early. Uh, so uh, enjoy retirement, bud. You've yeah. been a good boy. Uh, I was talking to this although guy. Although you were busting people for weed, so bad boy. I was talking to this guy. He breeds um, like German Shepherds and Belgian Malmois. Cool. And they're like the cop and military dogs. That's like he bre- He makes like you know thousands of dollars a dog because he, he sells them to like police departments in like Arkansas and shit. And uh, and he's like, yeah. And he's like, people don't want them anymore. Like, it's like military and like SWAT teams still use them, but for the most part, like people, he's like, should I pivot into like hounds? Because those are the dogs people. Because those are like the bomb sniffing dogs. Yeah, like, I know how to breed. So yeah, should I go into toy terrier? <laughs> yeah, he's like, fuck. What do we use? Like, fuck. Yeah, should I focus on labradoodles? Yeah, because people don't really need like attack dogs anymore. It's just like we just need him to like sit down if he smells cocaine or whatever, or bomb ingredients because i guess german shepherds are good enough at smelling but you need the physicality but most airports just employ like there he was actually saying is like the dogs he keeps his own personal dogs that he rents out is he would uh he would go do like coachella and stuff to make sure nobody was doing like terrorism at coachella which is funny um because like Honestly, of all the places, I wish you would bomb Coachella, and it will never happen. It's always got to be somewhere that people respect. But uh, Coachella would be pretty. Um, well, and it's just there's nothing to blow up there. I mean, the people, but as far as infrastructure, people, uh, a lot of floppy hats and rubble just yeah, laying on the ground. <laughs> a lot of uh, culture appropriated. Uh, Native American headdress feathers yeah. just flying in the air. It was just pasties and blood. Pasties you weren't there, man. You weren't there. But yeah, there's no like city center in Indian Wells or uh, no. They barely have a bank. Yeah, they have some. They have some sketchy Seven Elevens. Gotta stay in like Fontana. You're like, all right, you guys going back to the festival today? It's just another 18 miles. Yeah, leave Palm Springs alone, terrorists. But uh, if you want to hit Coachella. So, RIP- oh, you know, it's you're gonna get monkey's paw. They're gonna hit the uh, uh, the country version and get some of your family or something. Oh, stagecoach. Yeah, they're gonna get stagecoach and get some of your cousins. Uh, no, stagecoach. It's the same. Stagecoach is Coachella for country fans. Where it's it's yeah. it's not like Alan Jackson and Dwight Yoakam are there. It's no. all it's all of these dudes who are like posing in like calf high water with their instruments. That the, it's basically just rap. You to could fucking still have cousins music. there. You could, would could still easily have cousins there. Um. Yeah, maybe cousins, most likely just former co-workers, things like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, isn't that funny? Country music has just become like rap music, or rap lyrics over like country, or rock music, but they call it country. Does that I'm make confused. sense? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I listen to country, but it's, uh, I got my guys, <laughs> and I, yeah. 
I don't think I've I go past like 1998. Oh no, you know what? I go up to 2001 because that Toby Keith Keith album. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. So I got um one last one, real quick, and this is more of just a. It's not really a hats off or a gloves. I guess it's a gloves off if I have to categorize it. Um. So London police seized uh, $7 million, the equivalent of $7 million, because uh, they just saw a man walking down the street struggling to carry giant duffel bags. And I don't know if this is a gloves off to, like, Michael Mann or, <laughs> or like, Michael Bay, because they always seem like, they always make it look like, uh, you know, carrying $7 million isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, sure. It's You know what I mean? Or, like, have you ever seen Takers? Like, there's a whole scene where Chris Brown has, like, a million dollars on him. And he's doing like parkour all through like downtown LA. And you're like, oh, no, wait, that does weigh 47 pounds. That's, that's not a light duffel bag. So this guy got caught just because the bags looked really heavy. And the cops like, what's going on here? And they found $7 million. Jeez. And then they went back, they found, got to his apartment and he had like another like 100 grand there and like fraudulent bills. But yeah, just gloves off to fucking movies, I guess. Well, this guy yeah. too, because he's also he's clearly just the bag man for a, like an international like crime operation. He has a Russian name. I know the Russian mafia in London's pretty big. So this guy fucked up. Gloves off to you. You're fucked. <laughs> you're, you're done. You're the prisoner dead. No, you're going to prison, which I imagine is not much different than prison here, where they have guys inside that can get to you if you're the Russian mafia. Uh, and then you got uh, gloves off to movies, specifically things like Heat, <laughs> because. Val Kilmer and uh, Robert De Niro have like a forty-five minute shootout, each with like two million dollars on their back, and then oh, and then inexplicably get away. At yeah, the end. hey, I mean, but, things happen. They're bridges, you know. <laughs> bridges downtown, just the worst place ever to rob a bank. It makes no fucking sense. Doesn't need to. It's a pretty good movie. Um, yeah, pretty good movie. Pretty good flick. Go check out Heat. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Nice little art film from the late '90s, Heat. My boy Michael Mann, starring starring our boy Val. Um, so yeah, that's about it. Look at this guy's fucking stacked. British money, so stupid looking. All right, well he's in big trouble. Um, yeah, he's in big trouble. Um, was there something else of note? I'm forgetting. Cause I think I'm done. That's a wrap. Let's do it. Yeah, blah blah blah. Okay, cool. Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, I was almost said watching, but uh, we're figuring things out. Please have faith. Uh, we're figuring it out. Uh, new things coming soon, but also things are opening up. We're going back to work. We're talking about jobs again for the first time in a year. So uh, we're figuring it out, but we're always going to do hats off, gloves off. Um, thanks for listening. That referral still open. One referral equals $1. You can refer 10 people. It's, it's easier for me, frankly, because all uh, you're already saved in my Venmo. I'll just keep sending you money. But uh, it's, you got to just send me proof. Uh, follow us at HogoPod on Instagram. Uh, at HogoPod, I'm at Mitchell Phillip. That's at Robot Spencer. Follow our super producer at Beam Jeremy. And we'll see you next week. Bye.